All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 30th of December. As we wind down to the last couple of days of the year, India's coronavirus infections seem to be ebbing. And that's a great sign at a time when several countries globally are dealing with a second, more infectious wave of the disease. On Tuesday, authorities reported 16,432 fresh cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. That's the lowest since the 24th of June. Active cases in India have now fallen to 2.68 lakh as recoveries continued to outpace new cases. But there's no doubt that the virus has left its mark on the economy and the Indian banking system. The Reserve Bank of India believes that the six-month loan moratorium and the subsequent asset quality standstill norms have masked the pain on the bank's balance sheet. In its latest report on the status of the Indian banking system, the central bank said that gross non-performing asset ratios of certain leading banks would have been higher by 19 to 60 basis points if they had continued to report bad loans normally. In fact, the RBI warned that given the uncertainty induced by COVID-19 and its real economic impact, the asset quality of the banking system may deteriorate sharply going forward. Few bank frauds were reported in the first half of the ongoing financial year than a year ago. Bank frauds worth more than 64,681 crore rupees were reported during April to September of 2020, compared with 1.13 lakh crore during the same period a year ago. That's according to the Reserve Bank of India's report on trend and progress of banking in India for 1920. Bank frauds had jumped more than twofold on delayed detection in the previous financial year. Tata Sons will increase its stake in budget carrier AirAsia India to 83.67% by acquiring an additional 33% for about $37.7 million from AirAsia Investment, according to a regulatory filing. The Malaysian airline company, through its wholly owned subsidiary, will continue to hold just over 16% in AirAsia India after the transaction. Oil has gained overnight after the American Petroleum Institute reported domestic crude inventories fell 4.79 million barrels last week. That is the largest stockpile decrease since October, if US government data confirms it today. Analysts in a Bloomberg survey expected a 3.1 million barrel drop. As of this morning, Brent crude was trading about a third of a percent higher at $51.45 to the barrel. In international news, in the US, Republicans will likely block Democrats' attempts to have the Senate quickly follow the House in boosting stimulus payments for most Americans to $2,000, even as President Donald Trump ramped up pressure on the GOP to back bigger checks. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer said he would seek unanimous consent to pass a bill approved by a wide margin in the House, which would increase the payments from the $600 in the pandemic relief legislation that Trump signed on Sunday. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended lower, with the Dow and the S&P 500 losing about 0.2% each 
and the Nasdaq falling 0.4%. In the Asia-Pacific region as well, two of the three early rises have started with cuts of 0.8%. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Hormuz, how are we looking this Wednesday? Good morning to you Alex and to those tuning in. The penultimate day of 2020 is here and the Nifty is quite likely to scale another landmark to sign off what has been a tumultuous year to say the least on a high. The index closed high for the fifth straight day on Tuesday, just 70 points shy of the 14,000 mark. In case it does manage to scale the mark today, it would have scaled the final 1,000 points in 25 trading sessions starting the 25th of November. Well, FNO data for this Thursday's expiry indicates that the 14,000 call option has close to 58 lakh shares in open interest. Specific stocks then, and I'll start off with a merger announcement. Jindal Stainless has approved the merger of Jindal Stainless Hisar with itself. The merged entity will rank among the top 10 stainless steel companies in the world. As per the approved swap ratio, 195 equity shares of Jindal Stainless will be issued for every 100 shares of Jindal Stainless Hisar. The merged entity will have a stainless steel melt production capacity of 1.9 million tons per annum and a consolidated turnover of close to 20,000 crore rupees. The appointed date for the merger has been set as the 1st of April 2020 and is expected to be completed in the second half of FY22. Jindal Stainless ended at the highest level since June 2018 on Tuesday, gaining for the fourth straight session. Staying with the Jindal Group, JSPL has become India's first private company to receive a regular supplier status for its 60kg 880-grade rails. With this approval, the railways, its subsidiary and track-laying contractors can source the 60kg 880-grade rails made at the company's Raigar plant for their ongoing and upcoming projects. UPL says that it has reduced gross debt by $410 million after it completed the prepayment of 3.25% senior notes which were due in October of 2021. The prepayment was done using the cash on the company's balance sheet. The company stated that it is committed to deleverage its balance sheet on the back of strong business prospects and agri-commodity prices along with favourable agro-economic conditions. Adani Logistics continues to sell its stake in Snowman Logistics in the open market. The company sold another 4.8% stake on Tuesday, bringing their overall stake down to 6.4%. Based on the September shareholding pattern, Adani Logistics held 26% stake in Snowman Logistics, which was down to 11.2% as of the 23rd of December. The stock, however, ended 13% higher on Tuesday. Some buzzing stocks from Tuesday's session, Sterlite Technologies ended at the highest level since June 2019 on Tuesday with gains of over 6.5%. Timken India is the other stock that I would want to talk about. The stock ended at a record high on Tuesday with gains of over 4.5%. The stock rose for the fifth straight day, which is its longest winning streak in nearly two months. And Viniti Organics gained over 6% on Tuesday, the most in over two months. The stock ended at a one-month high. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty showed that the index was little changed at the 13,940 mark. More on the stocks in focus along with a lot more in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to the show on the IBM Podcast app? 
On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 